Good morning, KSL News Time 530. KSL's top story this hour. Speaking of that wind, it's going to get really windy today ahead of another winter storm coming through this weekend. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage. Severe Utah weather, Adam. Amanda, today is the warm before the storm with highs in the 60s and those wind gusts are going to start to pick up around the Wasatch Front. But KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson says tomorrow they're going to really ramp up. First half of the day, very windy, 30 to 40 mile an hour winds out of the south with gusts along the Wasatch Front reaching 60 miles an hour for some spots. The West Desert exceeding 75 miles an hour. By the way, the mountaintops tomorrow could clock triple-digit wind gusts. By Saturday afternoon, we start to see rain, which will turn over to snow and continue into Sunday. We can see 2 to 5 inches in the valleys before the storm starts to taper off Monday morning. Live Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Rocky Mountain Power is looking to batten down the hatches across the Wasatch as it prepares for the storm. KSL News Radio's Heather Kelly continues on live team coverage. Heather. Tim, officials say this storm could bring down power lines and cause outages. Rocky Mountain Power sent a statement saying it already has crews ready to respond to any issues this winter storm brings. They're also reminding everyone, including kids and pets, to stay away from downed trees and power lines as the wires could be live and very dangerous. You can get more information on how to prepare for a possible power outage and where to report an outage in your area at RockyMountainPower.net. Live, Heather Kelly, KSL News Radio. Heavy winds knocked down more than just a power line a few years ago. It uprooted at least a thousand trees in Rose Park. Now residents are getting ready for heavy winds this weekend. Dave Chase tells KSL TV he still feels apprehensive about strong winds. I get a little nervous, of course, yeah. It's unfortunate because we moved to this area primarily for the trees. Yeah, so. It can happen. Back in 2020, the winds reached hurricane levels. Homeowners are hoping to avoid any more damage. KSL's top national stories now. One of the country's most popular national park destinations is closed today because of extreme snowfall. With some areas of the Sierra Nevada predicted to get 144 inches, 12 feet of snow today and tomorrow, Yosemite National Park closed overnight. Yosemite Valley is expected to get up to 18 inches of snow, so the entire park has been shut down. Last March, Yosemite was closed when parts of the park were under 15 feet of snow. Alex Stone, ABC News. Several large wildfires are still out of control, burning large sections of land in the Texas Panhandle. It's been dry. The wind picked up. We don't know how the fire started, but basically three of them started. And suddenly that wind turned what might have been moderate-sized fires into massive conflagrations that just charred vast quantities of the landscape here, carving paths 90 miles wide, basically the distance from New York to Philadelphia, destroying a lot of ranch land, but also dozens and dozens of homes. ABC's Matt Gutman says two people have died in the fires and over a million acres have burned. Wow. Yeah, and I heard on the way in uh, right now they're only reporting it to be 3% contained. Mm. For the first time, we're seeing video of Alec Baldwin firing prop guns on the set of his movie, Rust. The film's assistant director was also called to the witness stand. Did you speak to Ms. Hutchins when you approached her? I did. What did you say? Are you all right? Did she respond? Yes. She said, I can't feel my legs. The video was shown by prosecutors in the manslaughter trial of Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, the movie's weapons supervisor. She's charged in the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins, who was shot by a gun held by Baldwin. 
The Golden Spike will be returning to Utah, this time for good. The massive spike commemorating the Transcontinental Railroad will make the Brigham City Monument its permanent home, thanks to a bill passed by the legislature. It will make one final tour before it gets back. That thing is massive. It's huge. And it's impressive. Uh, and they had to bring it in on a flatbed semi-truck. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, see what the roads look like out there. First look, traffic. Andy? Well, Tim, it looks like the reason for our slowing on Bangor Highway lane restriction, uh, they've got the barrels out in the left lane. looks like probably road work related. Again, this is northbound Bangor in Taylorsville at 5400 South by that overpass. No other slowdowns on the north-south drive between Ogden and Salt Lake and Provo. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. A Utah company is trying to help new mothers through the postpartum experience. KSL News Radio's Britt Johnson has more. Founder of the Utah Postpartum Retreat, Kylie Alejandra, says there is a huge gap between the care women receive while they give birth to the lack they receive when they leave the hospital. Most don't see a doctor for six weeks. That can be detrimental to a new mother's physical and mental health. The retreat allows women to choose their length of stay and provides round-the-clock physical and mental wellness service. We're learning more about that massive cyber attack that knocked out Medicaid resources across the state last week. The healthcare system says a ransomware group is behind the attack, and this particular group has been on the Department of Justice's radar for a while now. It's accused of stealing sensitive data and threatening to publish it uh, unless a ransom is paid. It's still not clear when Change Healthcare will get its systems back up and running. A group of students at BYU is hosting a prosthetic design contest. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit is live with more, Michael. I mean, it's a bit of a feel-good here. This competition is put on by the university's prosthetics club, and this year they're modeling their prosthetics for former BYU weightlifter Adelise Curtis, who only has one hand. Designers need to create a prosthetic hand that allows Curtis to perform a clean lift or a transition from deadlift to an overhead press. Now, whoever builds the top prototype will be considered for future development. And what's cool is that the club partners with two-foot prosthetics to serve underserved amputees across the world. Reporting live, Michael Kimmitt, KSL News Radio. Well, I know it's March Madness, but uh, we're going to talk spring football here. It started this week in Provo. BYU students are already excited to see how their team will play in the fall. And we get the story from KSL News Radio's Alessandra Gurr. Because of how well the BYU men's basketball team is doing this year, the students I talk to are more optimistic about how the Cougars football team will perform this fall. BYU exercise science student Samuel says the team needs some work, but overall he thinks it will be a redemptive season. I feel like BYU is like, and it's hit or miss. It's like they kind of switch every single season. So I feel like this season they're going to be pretty good. Spring camp lasts through March 30th with their first game in August. Alessandra Gurr, KSL News Radio. Both the men's and women's basketball teams for the University of Utah pulled off wins last night. The men's team cruised to a win at home over Stanford. The women's team also played at home and had a dominating performance over Washington State.